Because, like, all of the fan service stuff in the first couple episodes that we've seen have been so, like, Obvious. just gratuitous that it feels like they're just, like, pointing the camera at the audience being like, yeah, you like that, don't you, you sick fuck. Welcome back to the Morning Shonen. If this is your first time listening, welcome to your first episode, I guess. That was a really shitty way of me introducing this, wasn't it? Anyway, I'm Dan, <laughs> one of your hosts. I'm Amy, and you should know before this, we decided who was going to intro us this weekend. We decided Dan. Was that a good decision? No. I'm not thinking so anymore. <laughs> also, behind the scenes, you mean... I mean, we could do a video at one point. Probably not, but uh, Dan talks with his hands a lot so when he was introducing the podcast his hands were in the air yes like he just don't care yes <laughs> i talk with my hands a lot so updates um before we get into anything anything going on lately um i bought mario party today yes i uh, i got my ass whooped by the computer uh dan did not play Dan decided halfway through this game that it'd probably be uh, controller throwing if he doesn't win because I'm stupidly competitive in an unhealthy way. So, <laughs> um, what else did we do? Um, Dan got some new cards. What did I you get? I definitely did get new cards. I got the uh, first playing cards uh, bicycle collabs. They finally showed up, and they are so crispy. I don't know if you guys could hear that. I hope you did, but it ooh, they are so good. They're like. Will you explain first? Okay, so First Playing Cards is a company uh, owned by Chris Ramsey. Mm -hmm. He's uh, a magician on YouTube who does, like, tutorials. He also does a lot of, like, um, puzzles and stuff on his channel now, too. Mm -hmm. um, but he kind of got me into card magic. He, like, I follow a lot of his tutorials to learn stuff. I'm getting some of the books that he recommends for learning stuff from just to have... Uh, not really planning on doing anything with card magic other than saying that I have the skill. It's not really anything that I'm, like, pursuing outside of, like, a hobby, really. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyway, he made a, a playing card company a few years back called uh, First Playing Cards. Um, and um, they got some pretty good reviews and a lot of support. Uh, they are currently, if you're including these ones, they're on their fifth version mm -hmm. of the deck um and this fifth version is a big deal yes because it is i would like to say this fun fact because dan has been able to say this like five times today i would like it's my turn okay um go off so he did chris did a collab with bikes um mm -hmm. it's such a basic card not basic card but like people should know it yeah it's the it's the standard rider back design so like if you think bicycle playing cards you're thinking of this deck. And something that's a really cool fact, and we found out because Chris did his YouTube video and he talked about it, and I think it's a really cool video. I'm not super into cards. I mean, I am now because of my my person. Yes. Um, but the video in general is super cool and some fun facts and his journey to creating the card and what he wanted to do with the design. I just stuttered. Um, what he wanted to do with the design and the collaboration process and everything the only other person or people mm -hmm. that have collabed entity. entity that have collabed with bike playing cards is specifically Math. the writer back yes is uh 
NASA mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah, they designed a special version of the deck that was uh, flame resistant, and they stamped the uh, NASA logo in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, the first versions, they basically combined the, like, uh, what do you say, like, Hallmark design choices from mm-hmm. each deck. So it's the standard rider back design. The faces are all standard. Um, they might have changed the face cards a little bit. Like, put the design elements in, but not actually, yeah. like, change the coloring. Um, yeah. And, like, one of the Jokers has, is the first logo Joker. They put the first logo on the Ace of Spades, like they do on the first decks. It's gold. Mm-hmm. And then they do something that first was the first to do. Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, ha. They put the um, little corner indicators that first does that is gold foiling that goes all the way to the edge. Mm-hmm. Um... So they took all of those elements, threw them on some rider backs, and Bicycle initially said no. Their legal team was not having it. Their design team was not having it. It was not a good time. They were being super protective over it. And Chris was like, well, this is what we're doing. Then they're like, well, we're not doing it. Come up with something else. And he did, and they should watch the rest of the video. Yes, I I think they should watch the video because Chris is super cool. Chris is super cool. He deserves a lot of support. Not that we're necessarily going to push a whole lot of people towards him. But Chris Ramsey is a really cool guy. He's a really good person. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is very, very involved in the uh, magic industry. So, yeah, I think that's <clears throat> what we've got for as far as um, updates. updates. Really? And that leads us to our, my favorite segment no. every week. Wait, what? Oh, I figure we could do that after my favorite segment, because it's Well, gonna... do you want to do random shit first? Well, what random shit do we got? Uh, I felt like that was pretty, pretty random. Much, yeah, that's all we got. I was actually. like, what are you talking about? That was all the random shit we had. Okay, so yeah, we're just going to jump forward then, I guess. <laughs> um, My favorite segment every week, because I, like, I, I get to say, uh, bitch, what's in your cup? Uh, I am drinking uh, Jameson Cold Brew. Ew. Um, and I got to try this week. Hold on, we're going to make see if I can make this crispy this week. Oh. Ooh. It is um, the Gatorade Energy Drink. It mm-hmm. is called uh, oh weird. It's called the Fast Twitch. Mm-hmm. Ignites power. It has two hundred milligrams of caffeine. It's pretty middle of the road. Um, I shouldn't know this, but if you're gonna get a sixteen ounce uh, of Red Bull, it's one twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, sixteen ounce of Monster. Is it sixteen ounce? I think no. I think it's a little bit bigger. Um, it's one sixty, and then. No, the standard can is 16 ounce. And then Ghost is 200? Ghost is... Uh, or is it 250? Ghost is 250. And then, so this is... Uh, this Gatorade is um, 200. It is not carbonated. Mm-hmm. And it has electric lights in it. Um, and electric I, lights? Electric lights. Electrolytes. <laughs> um, and it is in the flavor of Cool Blue. We were talking about this earlier this week. Earlier this week, meaning yesterday. It's so funny that Gatorade flavors are just... A lot of times, like, just colors. Yeah, we don't refer to it by the actual flavor. It's just well, the color. Some... But this isn't blue. What color? It's like, it's like a purplish peach color. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Oh. Bad vibes? Oh, it's just very... <laughs> it's just very... 
It tastes like melted gummy bears. Yeah. Doesn't taste like cool blue Gatorade. How much sugar you got? It's got no sugars in it. Uh. And no carbs. Uh, At my bestie, who's type 1, she'll never listen to this show, but for all my type 1 diabetes, it has no carbs in it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, so this week, I think we did a, I mean, partially Dan an idea, partially Amy idea. Um, Dan wanted to watch a new show that we had been talking about, either Death Note, and he also pitched Blue Exorcist. Mm -hmm. And um, we just kind of fell into this idea, um, sort of what it's like starting a new show. Yeah. Um, What it's like, specifically in anime, because... Well, a lot of times with my experiences, um, a lot of shonen takes a few episodes to pick up and, and I just kind of want to talk about our experience with watching new shows and we happened to watch three this week. Yeah. So on top of that though, um, another angle that we're going at this from is specifically watching, at least for me, mm-hmm. I should say, is watching, uh, anime that you know almost nothing about like for me specifically with the show that we watched for my benefit in this i knew nothing about other than its name i knew Um, nothing about the story nothing about any of the characters that was the case for me with here we'll just go over it so we watched this week death note fire force and blue exorcist Mm -hmm. that was the case for me with blue exorcist i didn't know anything about blue exorcist death note is kind of one of those things where it just like it's so prevalent in the community. Well, also, that... you did give a detailed uh, explanation on this podcast. Yes, I did. About but even though. without that, it's so prevalent in the oh, community that you're going to sure. know s- at least something about it. You're going to know at yeah. least a couple character names. Well, my brother Maybe some it, plot points. So I knew I knew a little bit about it from my brother. Yeah. Um, how did I... Oh, I, for- I thought I lost my drink for a second. I was like, what the fuck is not... We're not in a very big space, so losing a drink would be impressive. Very, yeah. Um, Surprising. So we just kind of have like a overall little layout that's our template for each episode so we can kind of go over mm-hmm. what we think. And I would just like to say, number one before I forget, in the very first episode of Death Note, there is a trigger warning. Mm, um, yeah. There is some... An attempted... Essay. S- yeah. Um, that made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, I should have looked up a timestamp, but it's probably about halfway through the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it is graphic in the sense of, you know what's happening, it's yeah. obvious, it's uncomfortable, but it's not, like, graphic in the sense of, you see what's happening, per se. Actually, I don't know, because I close so, my eyes. the character that this is happening to gets away before anything actually happens. Okay, so it's like a setup kind of thing? Yeah. Mm. But, um... Yeah, so we don't have a timestamp for that, but I will say for anybody watching this who hasn't watched Death Note, the first episode, it's when you see Light go to to a corner store, like Mm -hmm. 7-Eleven type shop. Yes. That's the scene, so if you see that, you can just skip forward. Uh, Nothing bad actually happens to the character. Um, It is attempted, but the guy who attempts it ends up getting killed. Yes, but I just wanted to, before I forgot... Uh, talking about the show, that is a uh, very important trigger warning I would like to put out for our listeners. If you do want to go give Death Note a shot, um, 
that was pretty intense for me, and mm-hmm. I can imagine it would be intense for a lot of people. I would put a lot of trigger warnings on the entire show as a whole, honestly. Okay. As someone who's watched the entire thing, there's um, a lot of very graphic death. There's a lot of, well, not a lot of, but there is like sexual assault being alluded to. There's um, very toxic, borderline abusive, if not completely abusive behaviors in relationships there's there's a lot so in it that's really hard to get through so if you have any if if those are anything that you are uncomfortable with i honestly as someone who actually enjoyed watching the show when i watched it for the first time would not recommend it to you so do your research know your Mm -hmm. limits it's okay to not want to watch a show yeah and that also leads me into my other uh point before we get uh into everything it is okay to not like a show yeah there sometimes, in my opinion, when it comes to popular media, especially in anime, especially in anime, um, or like cult-like following shows like uh, Game of Thrones, or The Walking Dead, kind of. Yeah, anything that's like really popular within its genre, that it kind of breaks past the genre a little bit. Mm-hmm. It it's okay to not like those shows, even though the fans will tell you that you're like the worst person on. Yeah, the there's a like, lot of lot of shame uh, when it comes to not liking shows like Dan said. Sometimes a lot in anime like for example we both do not like my hero academia Mm -hmm. i get i get shamed a lot for not liking that show um i generally don't because people when i tell them i don't like it they try to do that and then i said say okay so what and then they realize i'm not the one to fuck with (laughs) so but i get a lot of i get a lot of shit for not liking that show and like i said last week which um someone thought was funny on one of our tiktok posts i don't like naruto and i do not give a fuck if you don't like me for not liking it yeah it's not my it's not my responsibility to like the things that you like so and it's also not your responsibility to like what i like or what anyone else likes that's not how this works so take what we say with a grain of salt listen to our opinions if you like but it is okay to not like the shows that we like. Mm-hmm. We just like to put it out there into the internet to see if other people like it too. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like any of these shows, that's okay. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, there's there's no fallout. Yeah. Try your best. And that actually played a large part in how we watched these shows. We didn't watch a lot of them. We watched no. specifically the first two episodes mm-hmm. of each show mm-hmm. just to get kind of a feel for it to see how things sat, how characters developed over the first few episodes, so we could kind of get an idea of where the story is starting to go. Because, like, for me, and Dan actually talked about this while we were watching one of our shows, um, I can usually tell within the first few episodes if I'm not going to like a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan, what is your, what is it my, for you? My go-to, my go-to without fail, this is yet to fail me, and I bet it won't fail you either. <laughs> if you are watching it, a show, the first opener, if it's a bop, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a hit. Yeah. If, if it's got a great opener, it's going to be a good show. And I think, I think that comes from the fact that I feel that the creators mm-hmm. of shows, at least that fall under what I like, mm-hmm. they pay so much attention to these things that, um, the, sorry, the, we had an interruption. Yeah. So. They paid attention to... The show, uh, they right? pay attention so much to how things are designed that they don't want the intros to be, like, 
boring in any way. So if it's a really exciting, really fun song to listen to for the intro, you're going to have a good time. Well, okay. So we're going to start with the first show that we actually watched, um, Death Note. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll just jump in um, to... I don't even know how I want to start. Cause Let's start out with, is this a show that we're going to continue watching? Uh, for me, no. Okay. Why? I... I don't like Light very much. That's yeah. the main character, Light. Because um, Dan has talked about uh, the show a bit to me, and it sounded intriguing to me, and I was like, I do want to give the show a shot. It sounds interesting. A lot of people love it. Um... I didn't expect his god complex to start so strongly. Yeah. It, it like in in universe it took 5 days, in the show it took like all of 2 seconds. Literally um and he just cuz it starts off fairly like I would say I don't say innocently but he felt like he was doing good with, you know, people that were on death row or in prisons. Um, they're on the news for doing bad things. He was like, they don't deserve to essentially exist. So he wrote their names and, uh, the book, if we're going to just quickly, I guess we'll quickly backstory it. Light finds this notebook called, (coughs) Oh, hold on. Choking on our own saliva. (laughs) Um, called the death note. It is dropped in the human realm purposely by the Shinigami. Is that what it's Mm -hmm. called? Yeah. Death gods. Yeah. Um, his name is... Ryuk. Ryuk. He was on purposely because essentially he was bored. And he was like, you know what? This realm is boring as fuck. I'm gonna go to the human world. I'm gonna drop this book. I'm gonna see what's gonna happen. Yeah. So he quickly... So Light quickly figures out, like... The book is real. And, and it works. <laughs> he, dude, he fills up pages quick. Mm. And he's just really self-serving, which if you really boil things down to the universe, everybody's self-serving. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't really like Light very much. He just kind of just made me uncomfortable in a way. Yeah. Because he... I honestly would call him a sociopath. Oh, no, for sure. For sure he is a sociopath. Because, like, he would be so kind to his mother um, and just people around him. And, and then two seconds later, go and murder 50 people. Exactly. And so I just, it didn't sit super awesome with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like how quickly he evolved for being, cause, um, I was explaining to this to Dan right after we watched the show. Um, there wasn't a lot of time or at least shown in the anime, um, of him contemplating it. Cause it was a very brief, what, 10 second, 15 second clip of him being like, Oh, holy fuck. I just killed two people or three people. Oh my God. It actually happened. And then I wouldn't say quite remorse, but more so shock. Shock. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Uh, he was just shocked that he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was quickly, it was like a bump in the road. And then he was like, all right, now we're cool. We're going to, we're going to kill some people. Mm hmm. Um, and I thought there'd be more time reflecting, being like, do I really want to do this? Is this something that I think is good for me? Blah, blah, blah. Nope. It was just a quick 10, 15 second clip of him being like, oh my God. And then be like, nah, we're good. Yeah. Fuck it. We ball. Um, one thing I will say 
is kind of like what I was saying in the review. Mm-hmm. We're watching a show from the opposite side we're used to with Death Note. Right. You're watching it following the villain, not the hero. Right. And the so, quote-unquote hero from the two episodes that we did watch is L. Mm-hmm. L is a detective who essentially is going to find light and just bring him to justice mm-hmm. if you have it. But the thing is, Light also has the same ideology, is that he's going to bring L to his, his version of justice, justice which yeah. is writing his name in the death note and killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's a bad show. It's just I didn't like it. It's not for you. No, it's not for me. Okay. So what would you say, like, were things that you did like about it? Not necessarily from a story aspect, but, like, from a production aspect. Oh, I thought it was, like, pretty on par with, um, because it was animated in 2011, right? Yeah. Was it? Well, no, 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 do... that's, 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 uh, that's Blue Exorcist. Uh, when was Death Note? Okay. It was early 2000s. 2007. Yeah. So, right around that era. Yeah, so, like, the animation style Tail end was... of Bleach. Yeah. To, um, animation style wasn't pretty on par with, um, other animes being animated at the time. So I thought that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the intro was actually like, I mean, it's not my favorite intro, but I mean, still bops. Yeah. Um, it's pretty well known. Mm-hmm. But especially people, like I knew it already and I had never seen the show, so. Yeah. Um, I think it trended on TikTok. TikTok for a little bit. Probably. And there was that, the dubbed sound of him, of Light freaking out about L. Mm-hmm. That was trending for a while. Yeah. Um, but like, I felt like the animation was good on par for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the their use of cameras was actually pretty good because they had, like, sweeping shots and, like, there's a little, shots where it, like, pans in really tight or... There's a pinch of CGI in there as well. well yeah, like, very early CGI usage, but very small. Um, I think I think it held up today for 2023 being... Yeah, like, what? I would say if, if you started on a modern anime like um, Demon Slayer or JJK... Or anything like that. Going into this wouldn't be... No, you'd have been fine. You'd have been fine. You might have complained that, like, it wasn't as high resolution. Mm-hmm. But realistically, you'd be fine with the animation. It wouldn't be jarring or off-putting. I think um, the sound design and music selection is also pretty on par for the time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was super cool and new and fresh. But it wasn't either also bad to me. I would say the it was different than what was doing being done to an extent because it does have a lot of those like cathedral music style things but that that fits in with like what they're doing storytelling wise yeah but i wouldn't say it's something that it doesn't stand out necessarily it wasn't groundbreaking but it wasn't bad is the thing yeah it was like i've said like five times great on par Mm -hmm. for the time um the music selection was pretty cool like you had hinted to with the with the cathedral music and such. Mm-hmm. Sound design, I didn't find anything different per se. There, there's This isn't a show that's heavy on like really cool sounds. No, not necessarily. It's much more so um, a character piece. Right. So you don't have like the really cool sound effects that you would get from like a combat-focused show. Um... Because I didn't like Light very much, mm. I don't necessarily have a favorite character. Um, yeah, and we didn't get deep enough into the show for the character that I know would be your favorite to become your favorite. 
Who? Ryuk. Uh, he he there's he does some goofy shit that's pretty funny. I mean, and he's obsessed with apples. He is. He when he ate that first apple, he was like, "Oh my god, this shit slaps." Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I figured Light being what you think is the protagonist or the MC, more or less. I mm. if I didn't like him, I was like, I'm pretty sure I more like the show. Yeah. Well, and like the, the concept, it, and it sounds like too like furthering into Death Note because he started with people that he's done like have done bad things like mm-hmm. criminals mm-hmm. but from there it sounded like if they got in light's way in any capacity or what he thought mm-hmm. was getting in their way death note immediately well not immediately but like on the shit list yeah you there's that specifically follows a lot with like l because this is a guy who's trying to take him down and stop him from achieving his goals mm-hmm. so that's the first domino in the anyone can get it yeah mentality right and so it does run into this situation where he just generally just starts going completely off the rails and anyone can die yeah if they fuck with him so i didn't think i'd like that um moving forward i don't know in the grand scheme of things two episodes isn't necessarily a lot but I've watched enough shows. Well, it's only this. 24 episodes long. But I figured, but like, I mean, I've watched enough anime at this point to know if I really don't like the first two episodes. Yeah. Generally speaking, yeah. Because, like, it follows something that I'll talk about with the other shows that we watched this week. Um, my thought process with watching just the two episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, generally speaking, if you don't... If the first two episodes in a show, at least in modern times, mm-hmm. doesn't grab your attention... You're not going to watch it. And, like, back in the day when I first started watching anime, Mm -hmm. it was even worse than that. It's, like, the first episode you see of it, if it's not, if it doesn't pull you in instantly, it's done. It's toasted. Like, it's not going to make it. Because you have to wait a week to watch it again. Right. But, I guess, my final thoughts, like, on Death Note, um, I guess, is more or less it's not for me. Mm -hmm. I can see why it's, you know beloved by many mm-hmm. just not for me uh yeah mm-hmm. but that's that's my take on death note you don't have to agree with it or like it or anything with or it or anything like it but um yeah that's my that's my overall opinion and overview of death note for me mm-hmm. up next we're going to talk about fire force and this is the one that dan hadn't seen before yes so uh we actually decided to watch Fire Force literally today. It was pretty last minute. It was it was stupid last minute. Like we were just gonna watch the two that like I had pitched, mm-hmm. but then Amy was like, "Oh, the, while we were watching Blue Exorcist, she's like, oh, there's similarities in this to Fire Force in certain ways, and I think you would like it." And so uh, after we watched Blue Exorcist, she put Fire Force on, and it actually is pretty freaking interesting. I actually like it a lot. Um, I would say the first two episodes, you storytelling isn't quite there yet. There's not really a whole lot of story that's happening. But I think, well, it's because they're really focusing on... On character development. Building who Shinra is. Yeah, they're, they're focusing on character development and world building mm-hmm. a lot more. So you're not going to get a lot of story. And that's, that's not, like, that's not a negative in my book. Mm-mm. That's just, they're not focusing on the story yet. They're trying to get you into this world, understand the world. Mm-hmm. 
and be invested in the characters. Literally the next episode has story. <laughs> right, exactly. Like So the first couple episodes are more so about getting to understand the people and the place you're in. Mm-hmm. Right? So I can't really talk much about the storytelling. I will say that based off of the way they're doing each episode, mm-hmm. while it is, as of right now, a little bit Monster of the Week, you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't do... Yeah, I was thinking that actually as we were watching it, I was like, yeah, this kind of has the, the that vibe, but it, it very quickly goes away. Yeah, but what I was going to be saying was even though they're doing that, the way in which they're, sh- like, animating it, I was going to say shooting, but... <laughs> but the, well, I mean, there is camera a, work. A, there is way, camera yeah. work. Um, but the way in which they are, like, pacing it and telling what they're trying to tell you... I think the storytelling is actually going to be really, really good. I can't really talk about any, like, themes in it other than people turn into giant fire monsters and we fight them. (laughs) Yeah. That's really the only theme that I've gotten so far, but I am actually going to continue this. I'm probably going to make us watch more episodes of it after this is over. Yeah. Because I actually do want to get to know the characters and the story more. Right. Um, Animation. I mean, it came out in 2011, so... Nope. That's no. Blue Exorcist. That's Blue Exorcist. Okay. I think, I want to say this came out in 2013, 14? No. It's newer than that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it seemed very on par with Blue Exorcist as far as animation. I don't know. Maybe, the, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, it holds up today, obviously. 2019. Okay. So it's, it's the newest one that we've watched so far mm. for this. For this, yeah. So it's... I mean, it's obviously going to hold up. It's modern. Mm-hmm. It, it is modern. Um, I would say that one thing that I liked a lot more in this than some new anime mm-hmm. is it's not being portrayed as though it's a filmed show, if that makes sense. Nope. Like, in the sense of, like, it doesn't feel like they're doing all this extra shit to make it seem like it's a regular TV show and with real people, if that makes any sense at all. No. So, like, (laughs) JJK and Demon Slayer both do this thing where they do a lot of, in my opinion, unnecessary quote-unquote camera moves Mm. to kind of make it look more cinematic. I don't like that. Personally, for me, there was a in Fire Force. There is a fourth wall break, which I yeah, think there is, is a four, there is a fourth wall break. But the thing that I don't like, I don't like, is kind of a strong term for this. Even uh, it's not your a, favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite. It's something that I wish we couldn't, we would not do. Is the need for anime shows to be cinematic right like i get it with movies because you have a bigger budget you need to get asses in seats right (laughs) but um i i prefer anime to be cartoons from japan like that that's all like i i want it to be cartoon (laughs) goofy okay like it can have really deep story and it can be really like groundbreaking and a lot of stuff and be really impressive and really enjoyable to watch but it i want it to feel like cartoon not reality tv or yeah feel like um I, like i'm watching an mtv tv show from like the late two thir- uh the, 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 the late 2000s i mean i know what you're saying i 
I guess. I don't um, want it to feel like it's a scripted TV show. I want it to feel like a cartoon. Um, but that's just a personal opinion, and I understand that the art form is kind of moving away from that, and I've accepted that. Um, I think uh, I think there is a, a good amount of fan service in this show. Oh, there's you so much fan service in the first two episodes. You have seen shit There's fan yet. service in the outro. The outro ends with a girl in the shower with a, like, a cloth wrapped around her, and you can see the imprint of her ass. It, you no, he, she's outside. Oh, she's outside in wet. <laughs> um, there is a you haven't even seen half a fan service yet. Um, it's not so bad. It's like a little annoying. You're just like really. Yeah. Um, but I. It feels to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you've mm-hmm. seen more of this than I have. Mm-hmm. It feels like the fan service is less so that there is fan service. I feel like the fan service is to make fun of the use of fan service almost to an extent. Like they're doing it so gratuitously, like that it's like. I mean, honestly, once you meet a specific character, I think that really backs up your uh, your yeah. theory. Because it feels, because like all of the fan servicey stuff in the first couple episodes that we've seen have been so like. Obvious. Just gratuitous that it feels like they're just like pointing the camera at the audience being like, yeah, you like that, don't you? You sick fuck. <laughs> um, what did you think about the intro and outros? I thought they were really good. They're bangers. So, uh, yeah, and that, like, when we were watching the intro for the first time for well, this show. Well, Dan. Well, well, I'm saying within the first episode, when we watched the intro for the first time today, mm-hmm. um, that was when I was like, okay, I'm going to like this show. And you were like, how do you know that already? And so we had that conversation then. You, you should have seen him getting down to the outro, though. Dude. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if I've talked about this. Oh, are but we entering nerd space? I am a musician. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, um, I did band fr- through middle school and all the way through college. Um, I'm a classically trained percussionist. I marched in a world-class level drum and bugle corps. Um, nerd. I'm a, I'm a music nerd. I, like, I'm a nerd about this shit. But the outro has a really cool drum part through like for the little like mini snippet at the beginning that's a little bit different and then when it switches Mm -hmm. even the after it switches it's a really complex drum part and i love it and it's super funky yeah dan was fucking getting down i love the intro and outros of the show i Mm. specifically like the second intro Mm -hmm. which he's going to hate Mm. apparently it's very rock music-y which is oh, not my vibe it's not rock it's metal dog uh that's not gonna be a vibe for me i'm not a fan of metal not that there's anything wrong with it i like it from a technical aspect there's just way too much going on yeah for me to be able to enjoy it it's so good um think the summoning from attack on titan like same vibe except for fire force did it first do mm. not at me but it, it slaps it's definitely a song to fucking go hard at like my mm. brother he go he he works out to some of that stuff which, which is, i think is hilarious yeah um super cool mm-hmm. i like i talk about this all the time when it this show's mentioned ever what did you think about the sound design of this show thus far just in the first two episodes mm-hmm. they like the the people who were in charge of sound for this show were like they had something to fucking prove Mm -hmm. like it it has no reason to be as good as it is uh the one thing that i think it and like we haven't even gotten to some of the stuff that i already know of that's really cool Mm -hmm. 
sound design wise. And I'm already like obnoxiously impressed by that. Like they literally walked into the room and like just dropped a 10 inch cock on the fucking forehead <laughs> of their boss. Like, just dick slap. Yeah. They, they, they're just like, they did not come to play around. They. Oh my God. The, this is like going to a job interview, telling the person hiring you that they're fired and then going and kissing their wife and slapping her on the ass. Like the equivalent, Daniel. like that's the sound design. That's what, that's what the si- sound that design a, team did. That is a very vivid picture you just painted. I know, but they get what I'm getting at. Um, for those who have seen Fire for Fire for Fire First. I'm struggling. My fucking chef from the fucking what was it? Fire the first. Uh anyway, um if you know, you know, uh the there's Swedish that. chef? Sweet did I, what did I say? No, I said the Swedish chef. You yeah. said the chef from the whatever the fuck. Yeah, Swedish chef. My dad does a very excellent impersonation. Have you ever heard it? No, I haven't. I'm going to oh have to God. ask John he, about that. He literally has a shirt that says, Word the Furk. Mm. I got it for his birthday a few years nice. ago. Anyway, um, sidestep that we go on a lot. Uh, we get back to our original journey. Um, there is a episode with Benny Maru, if you know, you know, the Crescent Moon. Fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing I'm talking about. It's, it's has, all over TikTok. I've yeah. heard it. But and like, it sounds really cool. I don't know what's going on in context of the show, so the I'm thing. excited about that. When it is applied and you see it in a show, it's so hype. Mm. Literally, like my I watched it uh, at my parents' house. Uh, my my dad's a sounder in the sense of like he likes nice speakers and nice TVs and shit. That's that's my dad's niche. Mm. Nice TVs because my dad and I love movies and blah blah blah. Backstory, backstory. Yeah, yeah, he just got a new nicer TV because his gaming room didn't have a good enough TV for him. Long story short, <laughs> um, I was watching this show, specifically this episode, and he walks in and he goes, what the fuck? That's mm-hmm. cool as hell. Do it again. So, impressed my fifth year, my father who in his 50s. He thought mm-hmm. that was cool as shit. So, mm-hmm. if it tells you anything about the sound design in that show, it's for everybody, even dads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so... I do kind of like what they're doing with the character so far. Right. Because, like we said, they're they're focusing a lot on the character development right now. And you're mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of personality really, really early. Especially um, with our MC, which is, his name is Shinra. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's gone through some trauma, that poor yeah. boy. And uh, we're not going to necessarily go into what that is, because mm-hmm. I feel like that spoils... Very early stuff if you haven't seen the show. Mm-hmm. But if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah, he's been through some shit. And he's been traumatized to the point where, like, uh, when he's under a lot of stress or is, like, really, like, under a lot of pressure, he smiles mm-hmm. from, like, basically... his fa- Essentially how he explains it is that his face tenses up and it just turns into a smile. Yeah. So whenever he's feeling, like, anxious or under pressure, he just smiles. And he has, like, really pointy teeth and people call him... Well, essentially, people call him the devil. Mm. And this poor kid, it's called the devil, and they say the devil is smiling. And he just... He's trying his fucking best. Yeah. He's a sweet boy. But on top of that being basically, like... I would say that that's very trauma-related, him doing that. Oh, yeah. Because he also says that, like, since what happened to him happened, he hasn't actually been able to smile in a genuine way either. So that's... And they really focus on um, some world building in the sense of... So he's um, a part of... It's called Fire Force because they have fire crews that essentially put out the Infernals, which is the people that randomly combust into flames. Mm -hmm. 
they have to be put out because they turn into fire monsters. So he's a part of a um, a squad, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the captain, Captain Obi, mm. Dan likes him. I like him a lot. He's he's This guy is just a regular-ass dude surrounded by a fucking, like, nun and... Pyrotechnics. Uh, and Yeah, pyrokinetics. Pyro, yeah, pyrotechnics. It's this not a fucking a, show. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I mean, it is, but no. But, like, oh, my God. Jesus. But, yeah, Pyro- a bunch of pyrokinetics. And this dude is just like, well, gonna go fight the fucking fire monster with no, like, magic abilities whatsoever. Like, that that takes a, a certain level of balls that, like, 90% of people don't have. And this man is just fucking working out. He fucking had a dumbbell on his goddamn head and was just... Mm-hmm. Just casually curling some yeah. fucking weights. No, he was doing uh, he was doing uh, lateral raises with a lot of a lot of weight. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like talking to just just having a regular conversation, lifting like a hundred pounds on each side. Um, something that I personally like, and I think is also reminds me of because when I was watching the show, it was also simultaneously watching Bleach with Dan. Hmm. There's a character named Arthur. Yeah. Um, and Sheenra, they're the same age, and they are the same rank. And they remind me a lot of Ichigo and Ishida because they just kind of hate each other. But they're also best friends. Yeah, and they kind of respect each other, but also hate each other. So um, I really like that. And I'm really excited for you to watch it further, seeing Mm -hmm. how their relationship grows. Because they're shitbags. Oh, yeah. But, uh, like, I can't remember any of the names of the other characters offhand. And we didn't really take the time to write them down because it didn't necessarily matter. But all of the characters do have some level of depth that's already right. starting to be explored in episode one and two. We're already getting a little bit deeper with all of these characters and seeing a lot more of their personality, which I really, really like. Okay, so, well, going all over that, what is your uh, what is your final thoughts on this show? Like, what Well, like you- I already said, we're going to continue watching this after we're done recording. Nice. But it's, uh, it's a really good show. Um, this came out in an era when i was very much being an old head when it comes to anime i don't know if you could hear that but that was my eye rolling super hard like yes it was bad but like i i did go through an era where i was like all this new shit fucking sucks but that was because like the only like new generation anime that i tried to watch was was it my hero yeah it was my hero i watched Uh... one episode and i was like fuck that shit and every other anime that like got popular in that era everyone was like oh if you like my hero you should watch this and i'm like well i don't like my hero so i'm not watching that but they use that to talk about every fucking show so i don't understand what the people who are saying like oh if you like my hero you should watch demon slayer were were on about like i don't understand like is it just because it's animated pretty colors like i don't there's no correlation between those two shows in my mind. No. So, I don't know. But, like, because of My Hero leaving a bad taste in my mouth and everyone using My Hero as a reference point for a lot of new anime, mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it, new anime just is trash then. Yeah. So, so- I I totally missed the chance to watch this when it was new. Um, so, something I was alluded to earlier... Um, for me personally, when I want to continue a show, if I'm like, I want to know what's next, what's, how does this develop? I want to watch the next episode. It's just one of those things like, what happens next? That's how I know I'm going to like an anime. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm going to transition into our last show, 
Blue Exorcist. Yes. So this one was the one that was animated in 2011, which um, another show that I love that we've talked about, uh, Hunter Hunter, the mm-hmm. 2011 version. Mm-hmm. To me, they looked fairly similar. I would, I think Blue Exorcist is a touch better. It's a touch cleaner. It's a touch cleaner. But overall, same same like line weight, same consistency. But I would say that... And I think the, the sound design is fairly similar as well. You haven't gotten to some of the cool sounds yet. Well, I haven't. That is true. So, thus far... Thus far, yeah. yeah sound from, design... From, from this point, yeah, it's very similar. Um, storytelling already, I think, is really cool. And the reason mm-hmm. why I went into... Oh, there's some parallels with Fire Force. Is in Fire Force, um, with each squad, there is a nun who essentially performs a prayer as they are putting out a um, an infernal as they're dying. Mm-hmm. Um, in Blue Exorcist, um, so the main character, his name is Rin. Rin? Rin. Rin. Sometimes in my brain, it's how it sounds on TV, and I'm like, and then I remember I'm white. <laughs> well, but... And I don't want to butcher a name. Yeah. Rin, he is uh, the main character. He, his father is uh father shiro fujimoto mm-hmm. um so and he is a uh he's a father of the church mm-hmm. yeah he's a priest in like the catholic church mm-hmm. and an exorcist and an exorcist so i thought that was like i don't know why yeah, there is the like religious ties parallel yeah. there is also um the trauma parallel also there's a trauma parallel yes um, and then, uh, Ren has a fraternal twin brother, Rukio, Ruk- God, I'm looking at the notes yeah. and I saw Ren and Yukio. His name is Yukio. Mm-hmm. Man, he's a smart, he's a smart kid. Mm-hmm. Um. We didn't really get in the first two episodes why Yukio is, like, as cool of a side character as he is. And I think you're really going to like Yukio, especially if you like... Well, man, I already like him. Well, I'm saying, but, like, if you... If you are some like I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to you, the well, the yeah. audience. Uh, if if you guys like the like serious but kind hearted, yeah, smart character, you like Yukio. You'll love Yukio. Like I... he is the textbook of the like kind hearted glasses kid. Okay. In my opinion, I will. So yeah, he, um. Essentially, Rin is the spawn of Satan. Mm-hmm. Technically, so is Yukio. Yeah. But Yukio didn't get any of the devil's powers. Yes. Because he essentially was just weak. And I assume just in the womb, uh, Rin mm-hmm. absorbed everything. Yeah. And so then because Yukio was super weak when they were born, he didn't, he wasn't able to absorb any of the powers. That is what I know thus far. I don't know yeah. if that is happens in the future or something mm-hmm. changes, but thus far that's what I know. Right. Um, I think it's a really cool concept. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, Rin... Well, uh, Shiro dies. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, Shiro dies and he is just so angry and his, he is the spawn of Satan, but he wants to exercise the fucking devil. Yeah. Well, but let's not... Let's not... T- like tarnish Shiro's fucking name. 
This motherfucker was possessed by Satan and killed himself to stop Satan. Yes. This dude did not just, like, he didn't get killed. He didn't just die. He fucking took himself out to fucking save his children. This dude was a bad motherfucker. He And he loves Yukio and Ren very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's... I Honestly, like I said, I after the second episode, I was like, okay, I'm in. Uh-huh. I, I would like to watch more of that. Yeah. Um, we're I, probably going to have to rock, paper, scissors for what show we're watching. I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, it holds up. Yeah, it holds... It, it holds up. It Two episodes in, and I was like, all right, hooks. Well, it's not even necessarily that. Like, even from an animation standpoint... Yeah. It rivals, as, at least quality-wise, some new shit. Some, like, I would say the first episode of this looked way better than the first episode of Chainsaw Man. Because Chainsaw Man way overdid the, oh, the CG, CG in the first episode. Don't even get me started on another rant of that. Um, I, we I, haven't yeah. given that a second chance yet, so we might have to here soon, but... Yeah, it just... It's not a vibe for us. No. Not yet. I don't not know. Yet. I don't know if it changes, but the... The boob motivation was too much. Mm. He's in it for the titties, and I, nope. Yeah. Um, I. I don't know. I felt I. What did you think about the music that they used in it, like intro, outro? I liked the intro and outros. I think they were. I didn't. They don't hit as hard as some of them in the sense of like. Yeah. This... But like they're softer, but they're good. Yeah, they're not. They're not like aggressive. The the later ones. Get a lot better, but um, still fantastic. Yeah, still I great. Je- I enjoyed the intro and outros. They're just a lot more calm than you would expect, for sure. But that is my opinion on Blue Exorcist. I'm, I I want to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and out of the three shows, the one that we will not be continuing for me mm-hmm. is Death Note. Yeah, uh, Death Note is very much a black and white you show like for a lot it. of people. You you're either gonna want to watch it or you're going to not like it at all and um that's partially why when we were talking about watching it for this episode Mm -hmm. i was kind of like trying to tee up like how about we watch this other one but i decided to put another spin on the idea for this episode and i was like let's do three shows yeah um but that's the thing about watching new shows it's it's hard and yeah so let's actually start talking about that aspect because we didn't really Mm -hmm. cover that that much um watching new shows is hard yeah especially when you're watching them in a vacuum i think and i think also um these a lot of all these shows were made before 2020 Mm -hmm. when 2020 is i think the year that really stepped up a lot of stuff well anime was one of the things that actually kind of thrived because of the pandemic like Mm -hmm. it blew up i agree so the anime took a step up in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching a new show is hard, especially stuff that has been animated and created before 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be hard. And it, there is, with Death Note, was a very obvious discrepancy between new and old anime. Like, yeah. It was... Very different. Mm-hmm. The art styles from back in the day are completely different to what they are now. And I much preferred even Bleach to that, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um I I was hoping to like Death Note cuz I kept pushing to watch it. 
And I am a little disappointed that I don't like it, but I'm not... Something that I want to preach is that don't force yourself to watch something you don't like because you think it's... Because you think it's almost wrong to not like it because so many people do like it. Yeah. Death Note has sort of a cult following in the sense of the people who like it. Love it so much Mm -hmm. that it, like, kind of makes you feel like you're you're wrong for not liking it. And there's no such thing as right and wrong when it comes to what you enjoy. And, like, if Dan wouldn't have liked shows. Fire Force, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. That sucks. It sucks for me because something I would love would have loved to show, shared with him. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't like it, he didn't like it. I'm not going to force him. Yeah. And, like, well, kind of like what I was kind of getting at, watching shows, I think, by yourself is a lot harder, too. It is. Cause I watch, because I watch Jujutsu Kaisen by myself and Hunter Hunter by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Getting through some of Hunter Hunter by myself, specifically the Chimera Ant, like, the beginning of it, it was hard. Yeah. To, like, I had to, like, push myself to watch it. Well, there's that. There's also the fact that, like, if there's something that I don't understand, you might understand it. Or mm-hmm. vice versa, right? And so, if you have the ability to, watch a new show with someone else mm-hmm. who would who has either a watched the show already if it's something that's already out or so is also interested ideas. is also interested in watching the show if it's a new anime um also i would like to say a tool for me that i use i use my brother mm-hmm. for some of it because my brother had seen my brother has seen most of the shows that i have seen before me right um or YouTube is a very good tool as well if you mm. do not understand something. Yeah. Specifically, Ned from Hunter Hunter, I did watch a few YouTube videos on because I was thoroughly confused. But. Ooh, that reminds me of something that I meant to put in the thing because you brought up YouTube. Mm. It's a not positive, so we'll do that at the end. It's about an anime YouTuber. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um. But yeah, I YouTube is an excellent tool for understanding mm-hmm. things. Um, but yeah, take it slow. And if you're not hooked, I would personally say, if you're not hooked by the third or fourth episode, it's probably not for you. Yeah. For people like us who are, quote unquote, more seasoned, two episodes in, we're like, all right, I'm cool. I'm, yeah. I'm good or I'm not good. That being said, there are going to be certain shows that we're not necessarily into that because we are doing this podcast now, we're going to have to... We're going to give it a shot. It, we're going to have to invest more than just two episodes in. Like, Chainsaw Man is, like, we're not really vibing with it, but people, like, a lot of other people in, like, the anime community and really fans like of anime really, really like it. So we're going to try and push through the aspects that we don't like to see if we can figure out what people are liking about this show. What I am really excited about... That we can do for our podcast as things come out. Because Demon Slayer coming out in April. Demon Slayer is coming out in April. So we're going to... Uh, Bleach hope... is coming back. And then Jujutsu Kaisen is also coming back. JJK is coming back. So I'm excited. There's like five or six other new shows that are coming out that I can't remember the name of that I was like, ooh, that looks interesting. But I'm excited for our podcast to hopefully do reviews every week mm-hmm. here coming soon. Yeah. Um, talking about each episode every week because i mm-hmm. think that'll be really fun and cool because i yeah. know a lot of people love demon slayer so yeah um that's all i have um i would like to say again there is trigger warning on death note first episode uh i would put the a trigger whole show, whole the, whole show. Sh- the whole show whole show um 
Um, also, it's okay to not like popular stuff. Mm-hmm. It is okay. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't yeah. have to please anybody else but yourself. Anime is anime. It's yeah. a show. Also, uh, I should say for Blue Exorcist, at mm-hmm. least, maybe Fire Force, you can confirm whether or not that mm-hmm. this is a thing. Um, because there are religious undertones, if you have severe religious trauma, right. and with Blue Exorcist specifically with the Catholic yep. Church. And exercising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I can see that. That might be hard for you. Um, not- I don't know, because there are religious aspects in Fire Force. I don't know if that's not something as- that's going to be as hard, because they basically worship a fictional god, um, which is very similar to Ra, from my perspective. Sorry. Um, the I don't, not as much as Blue Exorcist, not no. at all. The most religious thing, in my opinion, is just the prayer that the sister gives, um, mm-hmm. That does go into a little bit of a backstory about, um, what is it called when there's a bunch of nuns, like, in a place? I don't they... remember. Oh, hold on. Um, the, the nun <laughs> brothel. <laughs> that is the wrong thing to say about, <laughs> about nuns. Hold on. Please hold. Coven? Nope. That that's is witches. That's witches, bro. It starts with a C. I I know. I can't think of it. Um, What's the nun This place is called? really, really hard. Yeah, oh, my we're, God. We're booting. Give us a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. A convent. convent. Fucking hell. Uh, see, I was close with Coven. Coven is close. There's a lot of sil- similar sounds there. But there is an episode uh, in a convent, but not bad. Yeah, it's not... It's just imagery, more so, like, explaining a yeah. backstory of a couple characters, but not bad. Yeah. I um, would say, because, I mean, it very... it. I don't know if it over... Like, I don't know if it directly states that it's Catholicism, but Blue Exorcist... I mean, the 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 dad's name is Father. I would have, I would like to assume that's Catholicism. Well, but they don't directly... They directly say it. They don't like, directly state it's Catholicism, but he's dressed like a Catholic priest. There's a bunch of Catholic imagery... It's it's Catholicism, so if that's something that's hard for you, skip it. Skip it. It's all right. If you if you aren't comfortable with it, I would say give it a chance. But if you're uncomfortable, but but if you are like instantly like nope, I can't handle this, then don't watch it. By all means, like take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Watch the things that you enjoy. Um, final thoughts on anything that we've talked about so far um not necessarily i mean i'm just really excited to continue with fire force and blue exorcist yeah what were you going to say uh so now that we've gotten past final thoughts and before we like kind of pick the mood back up with ghost tracks and stuff Mm -hmm. um there has been some news in the anime youtube stuff that's not so good Mm. That I'm guessing, based off of your reactions, you don't know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, the YouTuber Seth the Programmer, who does a lot of, like, power scaling stuff mm-hmm. for anime characters and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, has uh, recently come out that he grooms and emotionally uh, abuses and manipulates women. He came out with it, or uh, stories came out? Stories came out, and he also, like, kind of confirmed... In a roundabouty way. Um, so. That's a lot of, I think on the description this week, we should put. Trigger warnings about certain things. But what I wanted to, why I wanted to bring this up 
was to clearly state that um, we both view those behaviors as completely unacceptable. Well, of course. And in all honesty, if you are going to support this man, I say that very loosely from my perspective. I have very strong opinions about how men mm -hmm. behave. Um, if you support him, stop listening to our podcast. Like, I don't yep. care if that ends up hurting us in the long run. I do not care. I do not support this man. I will not support this man. And I don't want anyone who is supporting this man to be associated with me. So, like... Yeah. Kind of got serious, but I mean, mm -hmm. it, he is part of the anime community, which we are now a part of. Mm -hmm. um, in the same aspect in which we are a part of it, definitely. too. Definitely. So, um... That's, Dan that's... has said all that I would say as well is just mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, not sorry, peace, get out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. We don't want to associate with you. Also, if you are experiencing anything like that, find someone you can talk to that you trust. Yes, please. Please. It does. You don't necessarily, like, I know everyone says, go to the police, go deal with, do this, do that. As someone who has experienced abuse in past relationships. Both of us. That's not always as easy as it is to say to someone find someone you can talk to listen you can i don't care message, if it's your, make a message us yeah you can get a hold of us we'll listen to you we'll help you through it we'll help you figure out what the best path is for you and you know what we should do we should put some some links in our description this week yeah we're gonna put some we're gonna put some links in the description to make sure that you guys have access to some stuff we just but, want everybody to be safe yeah and like we know we don't have the biggest following right now no, we're but... about halfway to even being able to monetize on <laughs> Anchor, which is great. And I really appreciate that. Yes. But for every single listen that we get, mm -hmm. that's someone that I genuinely care about. Like, yeah, I'm not just... saying that, like, they're people who are close to me, but you guys are showing that you're supporting something that I've put time and effort into and Amy's put time and effort into it. And I appreciate that. And I want everyone who's listening to this to be in the safest situation as possible. And if that means that sometimes we have to have down moments where we talk about shit situations of shitty people who are involved with what we love, mm -hmm. we're going to do that because I care more about your guys' safety. I care more about the community's safety as a whole right. than I do not talking about these things. So um, if you need somebody, reach out reach out to us we have unfortunate experience with those um those aspects um you can message us anytime you like mm -hmm. we're we're pretty responsive people yeah so. and with that note uh stay safe out there um like i said we'll be linking some things in the description um mm -hmm. if you need help yeah we would love for you to get help if you need it uh mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. okay also before we move forward mm -hmm. uh guys that goes for you too if you're going yes, through that shit, please. like I've been through it, like we don't guys don't talk about it as much, namely because we are viewed as not being able to be victims of this type of stuff. Right. If this is happening to you, contact us. I've been there. I can help you. Yeah. I, I, I personally will do everything I can to help you. So just people in general. Yeah. Just everyone. If you're going through shit, it doesn't matter if you're a what guy, you're, a girl, whatever. It doesn't matter. So just reach out to us, please. Yeah. Anybody. Please. All right. Rounding out after the really serious uh, yeah. discussion we just had, we are going to hit our ghost track this week. Mm -hmm. Are we doing one or two this week? We can do two. Okay. We're getting into a habit of doing twos. Okay. Well, now I have to figure out a two. Yeah. I have to figure out my so, second. Also, so please pause. Hold. 
Um, Please enjoy the silence. Okay, I got two. Uh, I'll let you do your thing yeah, while no, I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, keep going. So my first one, so both of these songs are actually um, songs my best friend showed me uh, and I love. And I hope that other people would find enjoyment in these songs. The first one is called, first one. I cannot talk this week. The first song is Pink Skies by Wiley from Atlanta. It is a really chill, vibey song. I love this song a lot. I hate saying vibey because it makes me sound pretentious as fuck. But it's a really good song. Um, it's a very summery song, in my opinion. Uh, it's a really nice song to just have, you know, drive in the summer with, which went with your windows down around 6, 7 p.m. With that really nice cold now we're in the summer. It's a really good song. I love that song a whole lot. And the other song is by a band called Flip Turn. It is called August. That's mm. one of my best friend's favorite bands. Um, I actually got her tickets to, ticket to see them for her birthday this past year. Um, I guess last year now. I keep forgetting it's 2023. Um, but I love both of those songs very much. And um, my best friend doesn't really watch anime. So if she ever listens to this episode at the very end, love you, BBG. Thank you for showing me really good music. All right. Give me a second. Oh, we're um, still we're still looking. Yeah, I'm still struggling. Hmm. Do you want me to play the Jeopardy theme song music real quick? Sorry, for some reason Facebook isn't allowing me to log into Datpiff. Well, I have Datpiff on my phone. Do you want to look at it? Yeah, because you know where I'm going with this, kind of. Not really. I'll well, you on. know one of the two things that it could be. Well, can you say the other thing? Yeah. While this is loading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my first one, while Amy is trying to find uh, this, uh, as you know, I'm the hip-hop guy. I do the rap musics. The rap musics. Um, I mean, I have the app. I can just search it. Okay. Sorry. You could have just stayed on my phone right there. Yeah, I could have. Oh, lordy. Um, well, I guess while Dan is still buffering friggin needs to play some dial up right now because his brain's not working sorry um i got it oh he got it okay here we go so the first one is actually not the one that i was looking for okay um the first one we're we're bringing it local this week we're, okay. we're, we're going we're going back to the hometown okay uh so there's this rapper who i've actually known since seventh grade or sixth grade, sixth grade. No, i've known him since middle school he's one of the homies he's a cool dude He's a really good artist. I had the pleasure of watching him develop his skills mm -hmm. throughout our lives. Um, and that is Pint. Spelled P-Y-N-T? Yes. Mm -hmm. He's uh, actually wearing his hoodie right now. I'm wearing one of his hoodies right now. Mm -hmm. Supporting the homies. Uh, that I bought this with my own money. I could have probably gotten a hold of him and gotten him just to toss me one. No. But I, I, chose, I chose to purchase it because I'd rather support him. In that way. Anyway, what song? Uh, the song is Windows Up off of his one of his newer albums. It's also one of the singles. Uh, it's on his Spotify. Go cool. check it out. He's a local dude from Oregon, and he's really good. He's really good. Shout out. Shout out my homie Tristan, a.k.a. Pint. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to put your government out there like that, bro, but it <laughs> happens. Uh, the second one this week is... Uh, it, it's a deep cut. You're probably only going to be able to listen to it on YouTube. Or if you have Datpiff, like I do, because I'm a fucking music nerd like that. Mm. Uh, it's 
Mean Ones by Raphael Casal and David Diggs. Rafa. Rafa. Back, love, rapper Rafa, not singer Rafa. I love Rafa. Rafa and Diggs also um, co-produced and co-wrote um, our favorite uh, movie slash TV show, Blind Spotting. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. New season's coming out in April. Continue. Yes. Uh, so Mean Ones is off of his uh, mixtape uh, called, by the same title, Mean Ones. It's uh, basically... Uh, I would say it's kind of borderline a concept mixtape where he's basically comparing growing up in the Bay to growing up in Whoville. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, they're they're um they're Bay boys as well. They're yeah, they're they're Bay boys. They're they're um from Berkeley and Oakland. It was Rafa the one from Berkeley. Yes, <laughs> Rafa's the one from Berkeley. I'm pretty sure. Um. Yeah. So. Those were our ghost tracks for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up this week if you need anything, if you want to talk. Ooh, we forgot the Spotify question for this week. Oh, the Spotify question of the week. Um, what is a new show that you want to try? Yeah. Let us know. Also, also side note to that, secondary question. Mm-hmm. How do you determine whether or not you're going to like a show when you watch it for the first time? Very good question. Mm-hmm. That is a very good question. All right, well, thanks for listening to us. Um, mm-hmm. We did get a little heavy there for about five, ten minutes. Um, no, I'm sorry about that. No, no, but no. It needed to be said. No, I'm talking about, like you said, we're in the community of the same as that user. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even say creator anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, please hit us up if you need anything. We will link some uh, resources. resources for everybody. Um, if you want to talk to us, our Gmail account is our Gmail account, our email account. You know what the fuck, or whatever. It's the morning shonen at gmail.com. Shoot us an email if you need something. Our also- Instagram is uh, the morning podcast, mm-hmm. and our TikTok is at the morning shonen. So mm-hmm. message us anywhere. Mm-hmm. We will, are, we are very likely to answer. Yeah. Fairly quickly, honestly. Yeah. We will. So Amy takes care of the TikTok and is currently the only one of us who's logged into the gmail just because i haven't gotten the passwords and shit from her i run the instagram uh which is probably why the tiktok is better than the instagram uh (laughs) shut up but uh yeah definitely hit us up hit us up it it doesn't it also doesn't have to be about any of the serious shit we talked about if you just want to say hi just come say hi please yeah um thanks for listening this was uh episode six Mm mm-hmm We really appreciate you stopping by, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.